You have just entered the Royal Access, the show for growth-minded game changers seeking God's direction in their relationships and careers. I'm your host, Coral Pinder, and I'm super excited about growing along with you. Now let's dive in to this episode. Welcome everybody to another episode of the Royal Access. It's your girl, Corral, and it's the final episode of 2021. We are a year and a half into the Royal Access. Can you believe it? It's a year and a half. And we have met with you every week for a year and a half. And as we go into 2022, we will definitely be praying about the direction of the podcast of looking into a team because being a one-man show is a lot. (laughs) It's taxing. So make sure that is a prayer request that you also add to your list for 2022 as you prepare, that as we prepare to go into 2022, that we will just be prayerful about a team and continuing to bring you weekly inspiration, weekly messages from God, but doing it in a format that is not as taxing as it is right now. And so today is the final episode in the series, Soar. It's the last um, Sunday that we will be producing an episode for 2021, but it's also the last episode for the series we've been in, Soar. And as I told you at the beginning of the year, when I got the word Soar, I thought it meant that, you know, my life is just going to go amazing and all of these things are going to Soar. And I remember doing something different with my vision board this year of putting it in my room so that I can look at it, so that I am consistent at it. And as I look at it, I'm like, there's so many things that I wanted to do in 2021 that some of them I did, some of them I started to work on, but to say that those things are complete, uh, no. (laughs) No, a lot of the things that are on the vision board have not been complete. I'm hoping in 2022, we can take them by the rain. Some of those things I have been able to do, I will say for sure. Um, but it's just trusting God with it and not getting overwhelmed by the timeline. And so today the topic is prepare for what you pray for, prepare for what you pray for. And I don't normally pray when I'm on the podcast, but I'm feeling glad to pray before I go into this episode. So Heavenly Father, as we go into this episode, as we talk about preparing for what you pray for, help your words to be ministered to your people today as they listen on this final this final week of podcast for 2021, help whatever it is that you have for them, that they will receive it and that they will walk in the fullness of it. And it will change the trajectory of their life and bring a new perspective to what it is that you have them going through. I thank you for it in your precious and glorious name. Amen. So prepare for what you pray for, prepare for what you pray for. There's also a saying, if you stay ready, you don't have to get ready. So if you stay ready, you don't have to get ready. So in 2022, if you stay ready, you don't have to get ready. If you stay ready, you don't have to get ready. So one of the things that I, the Holy Spirit revealed to me as I was preparing for this episode was the fact that sometimes what we're praying for is a method. Sometimes we're praying for a method, a route or a process. And we're not praying for the things that the scripture tells us we should be praying for. As you read the Bible and you notice the things that we should be praying for, we should be praying for wisdom, salvation. We should be praying for unbelievers. We should be praying for missionaries, unity, peace. We should be praying for our daily provisions. We should be praying for boldness to share the gospel. We should be praying for spiritual impact. And often those aren't things that we're praying for, praying for obedience, praying for, to walk into God's will. Those aren't usually the things, and I, I, I'm going to speak for myself. I don't know about everybody, but I'll speak for myself. Those aren't usually the top of things on my list. If you were to take a peek into my prayer journal, 
those aren't the things I'm praying for. And what I'm realizing is a lot of times we're praying for a process, a method, or route that that God may use, and we're focused on that. And the reason that God doesn't want us to focus on that is because sometimes we will worship the process, the method, or the route instead of worshiping God, instead of carrying out the impact that God wants us to do in the earth. And so sometimes, a lot of times, if you think about some of the things that people pay for, I pray for more, people pay for more money. That's never been a thing for me. And I had to see a status one time that said, the reason why it was this lady who said, somebody prophesied to her, told her, like, you're going to get like millions of dollars. You're going to be a millionaire. That's what the status said. You're going to be a millionaire. And she was like, I don't really care about money like that. As long as I'm comfortable, I'm fine. Like, I don't need to be a millionaire. That's always been my trend of thought. Like as people, if they sit down and say, what would you want? Would you want $10 million or would you want? Yeah. I'm not saying that I will turn down a million dollars. I'm just saying it's never been a driving factor for me. Money. As long as I always just want to be comfortable. I've never been into designer. I've never been into, I just always wanted to be comfortable. So I totally related to the status when the lady said that someone told her she was going to be a millionaire and she was just like, I don't really care to be a millionaire. I just want to be comfortable. I just want to be able to have my daily provisions back. And she said, what she had to understand that the Holy Spirit had to reveal to her is the reason you're be, you're going to become a millionaire is not so that you can sit with this money and just say, oh my gosh, I'm a millionaire. It's so that you can give into others who don't have it. It's so that you can bless others, so that you can provide opportunities, so that you can have the freedom to be able to do those things because other people aren't able to do them who don't have the access to the wealth. And because you're not motivated by the wealth and you're not idolizing the wealth. I am able to trust you to give it up because see, if I can't trust you to use it for my glory and for my honor and to give it to where I need to give it, then I'm not going to give it to you. And so that's what she had to realize. And now that was years before. Now she's a millionaire um, with her profession and she's doing all of the things that the Holy Spirit revealed to her when the first, when the person told her for the first time that she was going to be a millionaire. My point is sometimes we're focusing on the money, the promotion, the baby, the marriage, the particular thing, which is a process and a tool and a route that God may use in your life. And we get so consumed by looking at the people around us and saying, you use marriage for that person. You used having a baby for that person. You used, and, and we don't even think use. We're just thinking you gave them that full stop. You gave that person promotion full stop. You gave that person a million dollar business full stop. You gave that person a home full stop. Like, oh my gosh, like those things, we get very, like I've never been overwhelmed about, oh, I have to own a home or I have to own a big home. And it's probably because there are certain things that I always thought would come before owning a home. So maybe my heart just can't even fathom thinking about that. It's like we steps behind owning a home. But I um, connected with a high school friend and I went um, to spend time with her recently. And when I pulled up to her home, I was like, what am I doing with my life? I just, I felt like the insecurities just like before I got out the car, I was just like, we the same age. Like we graduated the same time. And I was just like, what am I doing with my life? And a part of me was like, what I've seen what you have done for others. You do? And like I said, a home has never ever, like I said, I always thought that there were certain things that came before home. So therefore like my mind was not even like, like it couldn't even like fathom asking for that, asking for a home because it's just like there are things before that that just it just it was just crazy. Um, but I think sometimes we get caught up in asking for those things.
instead of asking God for greater impact, for wisdom, for salvation, for others. And so when I was praying about this episode, I was like, God, sometimes my prayers, because it's like, pray for what you prepare for what you pray for. Like, I'm not even praying the right thing. That's the thing that I want you to think about for a second. I'm not even praying to think that God wants me to be praying for. So when I had to look back in my life, I was like, God, I want you to reveal an example to me when I was praying for something that I probably should have been praying for and how the method still was not. And I, I realized after the memory came to me that the method still wasn't the method that God used. And that's what got me to realize that a lot of times we're praying for the method. So I had to go back because I've had a lot of prayers, but I realized that a lot of those prayers was praying for the method, not praying for what God wanted to do. So one of the things that God wants to do is he wants to save unbelievers. So praying for an unbeliever, you know, right away, like that's, that's, that's not a selfish prayer. That's not a prayer that I've conjured up on my own. That's not a, a, just a method prayer, a processed prayer or root prayer. That's something that God wants. So I was praying for my brother who accepted Christ as a child, but as an adult needed to recommit his life to Christ. So I was praying for that when my brother, my brother's whole adult life. And then especially when he got sick. So I was also praying for God to save him, healing. So praying for healing and praying for salvation. Okay. So if you're like, come on, I'd be, I'd be praying with the prayers that God want me to pray. I pray for salvation. I pray for healing. Okay. So I went back to an example of where I prayed for salvation and I prayed for healing, but I was still upset with God because God didn't use the method that I wanted him to use. So my brother recommitted his life to Christ when he was sick. I wanted God to allow him to recommit his life to Christ when he was an adult so he could go out and be a mouthpiece for Christ. That was what the prayer was. But God allowed him to recommit his life while he was sick and he gave him several months and several, you know, opportunities of different people having communication with him. It's just not just one person to him to recommit his life. I also prayed for healing and God was like, he was healed when the pain was taken away and he went to heaven. That was a form of healing. My healing was like, no, he's going to be healed in the hospital bed. And he'll be released and then he'll be a mouthpiece, mouthpiece for Christ. And so the mouthpiece for Christ was the method that I wanted to use. But you can still be a mouthpiece for Christ when your life is a living example of what you did. When there are people who would have come to your funeral that have never been to your funeral before. When the most listened podcast that I have ever, ever had on this channel was when I talked about how I stayed out of my prayer closet for a year because of the back and forth that I had with Christ what dealing with my brother's death. And so just going on, his life is continuing to be an example and a testimony. The video we made after my brother passed, I was doing recordings when my brother was sick because again, the purpose of my recordings was when he was healed and on earth, you would have seen these recordings and see the Testament of God. Whereas that video was a video that was seen at his funeral. And so a lot of times we're praying for the method, the process or the root and God is saying, I just need you to pray for what I'm asking you to pray for and trust my method, my process or route. God could use a million dollars or he can't. He could use your home or he can't. He could use a marriage or he can't. He could use a child or he can't. He could use an adoption or he can't. And when I say he can't, he can do it. He can just choose not to do it in your life. But we have to be willing to trust his method. We have to be willing to trust his method. And so as I was preparing for today, I wanted to pull out the story of someone who prepared for what they prayed for. And that was Noah. And the reason I wanted to give you the example of not being so glued to a method is because Noah didn't pray to be the last person standing. Noah didn't pray to build an ark. 
Noah, the Bible doesn't tell us Noah prayed to build an ark. No, the Bible doesn't tell us that that Noah prayed to be the last man standing if God was going to wipe the earth. He didn't know God was going to wipe the earth. The, Noah had a family. The Bible doesn't say that Noah prayed for a family. The Bible does tell us that Noah was a righteous man. And so if Noah was a righteous man, that means his constant conversation was with God. And as we can see, even after God gave him instruction, was to be obedient to God, was to walk uprightly into what God told him to do. And so when we pray for wisdom, when we pray to God, help me to be obedient, help me for discerning, help me to walk up right, help me to be bold and to share your gospel, help me to do that, then God will assign you something to do so that you can walk up right, so that you can be discerning, so that you can show boldness. God will give you the assignment. God will give you the root. God will give you the assignment. God will give you the root. And so for Noah, God, Noah received the assignment after being righteous. So his prayer, most likely a righteous man prayer is just, God, I want to be obedient to you. I want to walk in accordance with you. I want to be righteous before you, whatever you want me to do. And so therefore God could trust Noah with that. But I want you to see something, something practical for those who are, I'm waiting on a family. I'm waiting on promotion. I'm waiting on elevation. I'm waiting on leadership opportunities. I'm late. I'm waiting on whatever it is, money, whatever it is, I'm waiting on those things. And you're, you're saying that I am praying for righteousness. I am praying for God's will to be done. I am praying for boldness. I am praying for wisdom. That's what I want. And I, I believe that this is the method. What I wanted to remind us of and what I had to remind myself of is God's timing. So in the years before Moses, people lived, you know, oldest man lived 900 something years. Noah at the time, was 500. He was at the time when he had his first child, he was 500, 500. Around that time when God was calling Noah to build this ark was when he was like, humans are not going to live forever. They're pissing me off. They'll live about 120 years. So everyone coming after him will live about 120 years because I'm not, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm not doing this anymore. I'm going to remove it. I'm not doing this anymore. Humans will live like 120 years. So the first time he had his child at 500, and so when they look at the math, when you look at the math of when one of his sons had a child, the scholars say it's about 50 to 75 years to build the ark. So he had his first child at 500. He was 600 when he came out of the ark. So the children happened in between there. So when they do all the math, the children were born in between those years, after 500 and between 600. So 50 to 75 years it took to build the ark. One of the things is timing. He was 500 years old when he got his first child, 500 years. So you could add that way before that. But God was starting to introduce a new thing that people don't only live until 120 years. What I'm trying to say, what I'm trying to say to you is that as we were moving into no longer living for that long amount of time, that is when those children came. If the children came earlier, then they would have been 300 years old when it was time to go into ark, but they came at the appropriate timing. So what I'm telling you is, and what I'm consistently telling myself, during this season, you may have thought there's certain things or during this year, and I know that I had to fight it during 2021 because I told you, I, I told you at the beginning of this episode, I look at my vision board and see so many things that I thought would happen and that didn't happen. And you may be sitting there and you're like, I'm sitting, I'm waiting for these things to happen. And God was like, I was, I was, I was teaching your spirit what I needed to teach your spirit in this year. Your spirit was soaring in this year. 
And what God wanted me to tell you is that as your spirit soared this year, as I, I made you more available to me this year, as your spirit soared, there is a timing for what I have in your life. And so if you said, no, I'm not praying for the method. I'm trusting God for the method because I believe that God showed me that this is the method. I'm trusting God for the method. I'm not praying for the method. I'm, I'm, I've surrendered to whatever method that God wants to use. But I do believe if you're, if you're like Hannah, when Hannah was waiting on a baby and you're like, I do believe that God wants to birth this in me. He wants to birth this business in me. He wants to birth this opportunity in me. For those who are waiting, he is willing to birth this actual baby in me. I do believe I saw the vision and I'm not going to worship the baby. I believe it's for impact. I believe it's for spiritual guidance. I believe it's for discernment. I believe it's for wisdom. I believe it's for what he wants to do in the earth. I believe it's for what God wants to do. If we truly believe and we truly trust the method that God wants to use, and we're not, we're not praying for the method. We're praying for the righteousness that Noah was praying for. Then I want to remind you of Habakkuk 2 and 3. Though the vision is for the future time, it describes the end and it will be fulfilled. If it seems slow in coming, wait patiently for it. It will surely take place. It will not be delayed. Though the vision tarry. The kids being born at 500 to Noah was at the appropriate time. What I'm trying to tell you is there is an appropriate time for what God wants to do in your life. And I want you to trust that appropriate time. I want you to trust that appropriate time in your life that what God wants to do. And so what I want to tell you is that Noah had to be connected to the right people. And in order to be connected to the right people, you need to use discernment. In order to be connected to the right people, you have to use discernment. First John four and one said, beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirit to see whether they are from God. For many false prophets have gone out into the world. You have to be connected to the right people. And so we talked about that early in the season of sore of God disconnecting. And I've seen that in my life of God disconnecting. And so maybe in 2021, you said, I didn't see it sore. I didn't see it go. I didn't see it go to the next place. Maybe God was using this season to disconnect you from the wrong people and to connect you to the right people because only his wife, his sons, and his son's wives could go into it. So you need to know that maybe this season, maybe in 2021, I didn't see it, but I was preparing for it when I was obedient by disconnecting and connecting to the right people. Number two, focus on the details. Maybe in 2021, you didn't see the full manifestation of what God was trying to do when it comes to impact, when it comes to wisdom. Maybe you didn't see the method that you thought he revealed to you. But what I want to tell you to do is focus on the details in this time. Noah was asked to build something that he can only see in his mind. He was asked to build something that he can only see in his mind. I don't know about you, but in this season, I have been building in my mind and outwardly some things that I still have not seen the full manifestation of for yet. I've been building them up. And at 2021 ends and I still don't see it. And what I want to say to you and what I want to remind you is that sometimes when we're walking in the fullness of what God has called us to do, we have to be willing to build on something that we can only see in our mind before we see it actually come forth. So focus on the details. My encouragement to you is to focus on the details. The first is to connect to the right people. Focus on the details. And maybe you saw that. And sometimes to other people, other people chastise Noah when he is building this ark because I can't see the finished product. But though the vision tarry, wait on it because timing is perfect. God's timing is perfect. Trust the word and the wait. 
trust the word and the weight, nor receive the word that you had to build this ark because he was a righteous man. And his prayer again was for righteousness. His prayer was to serve God. So he was living in the fullness of what God has called him to do before he saw the full manifestation of what God was doing in his life. And so what I want you to tell you right now is to trust the word and the weight. If you're like, I'm going out of 2021 and there are so many things that I didn't see come to pass physically, they're not showing up. They're not going to show up unless you connect with the right people. Focus on the details that you cannot see, but you see spiritually and trust the word and the weight. Trust the word and the weight that you you receive and use wisdom. Use wisdom. It says that Noah sent out the birds. He sent out the birds because that took wisdom. He could have just said, okay, God, is it time to go? No, okay, I'll just sit here. But he had to have that connection of using the wisdom that God gave him. And so there are works that you are meant to do in this season and the full manifestation won't happen if you don't work on the things now. Consistently ask God, don't get depressed at the end of the year. Prepare for what you're praying for. If you prayed that, God, I wanna have impact. I wanna do your will. I wanna see your hand in the earth through me. I want to be able to walk it out and I'm going to trust the method that you're going to use. There may be a method. You might be like, kind of like, no, I saw it. I saw it. We'll trust the timing of it because though the vision tarry, the vision is for the future time. And there's an appointed time that God has for it. But in this season, maybe God was just using this season to connect you to the right people. Most scholars say it took 50 to 75 years for the full, the full manifestation of the boat to be realized. And so maybe at this time was to connect to the right people. Maybe that's what 2021 was about. Maybe it was about focusing on the details of the vision you can't see. Maybe it was about trusting the word and the weight. Maybe it was about the wisdom and the works. Maybe it was about that. And so what I want you to do and what I'm reminding myself to do, and I did it at the beginning of every year, is starting the year in prayer and fasting because I want to know if I'm connecting to the right people. I want to know if I'm focusing on the details and building something right now because it can't be ready the ark won't be ready if I didn't build. So I got to build right now. So if I'm supposed to be building in this season, help me to build in this season. I want to trust the word, but I have to be able to know that I'm receiving the word and I'm in communication and I'm doing the wisdom and the works because if I'm not working on the thing that God told me to do, then I can't step into the fullness of God, what God has for me. And so again, I want to encourage you that you have to pray and that you have to fast because we talked about it earlier when we talked about sore and sometimes God has to purify the thing that you're waiting on. God has to purify the thing that you're waiting on so that you will use it for his glory and not just to tell your story. You have to be reminded as we walk into 2022 that God wants to do the things in your life that you're praying for. He's praying for righteousness. He's praying for boldness. He's praying for spiritual impact. He's praying for unbelievers to be saved. He's praying for his will to be done in the earth. He's praying for you to trust his daily bread. He's not praying for them. He doesn't want you praying for a method so that when he uses the method, you will know that this method is for my glory. And it's not about your story. It's not about to post stories on Instagram. It's not for you to post on social media. It's not for you to floss. It's not for people to be jealous. It's for his glory. And God wanted to remind us today that if you're going to prepare for what you pray for, I need you to analyze what you're praying for. I need to analyze your prayers. And know that the method that I choose to use will be the best method. And even if the method that I choose to use is the one that you felt that you were feeling in your heart and was revealed to you, then you got to trust the timing. You got to trust the timing because he is God. Proverbs 3 and 5, it says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding and all your ways acknowledge him and he will make your path straight.
I hope you have a beautiful rest of 2021. Happy New Year. Have a safe New Year as you go into the new year. Thank you for continually being with us in 2021 and being with us on this podcast. And I hope that this episode just rejuvenates your spirit and just makes you feel renewed as you come out of 2021. It was a winning year. You did win in 2021 if you connected to the right people, if you're focusing on the details that God told you, if you're trusting in the word that he gave you during your wait, and if you're using the wisdom and the works to work on the thing that he's manifesting in your life. Remember, surrender your prayers to God. Make it about bringing him glory and not about your story because he is writing the best story for you. And the best story for you will bring glory to our father. Thank you so much for listening. Please share this episode with a friend. Let us know in the Royal Access how you felt about this episode. And we hope that you continue to rock with us in 2022. Thank you for listening to the Royal Access Podcast. Be sure to learn more about how to connect with us in the show notes below. If you enjoyed the episode, please share it with a friend. We would also love for you to consider leaving a rating or a review. Until next time, I'm Corral Pinder, your truth-telling accountability partner.